welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about what are we going to be talking about? Healing our lives. Let's get started. We all have a different way to heal, some by putting it into words, others taking long walks or meditation. We have the power to heal our own bodies, minds, and spirits. It takes courage to do a full inventory of our lives and being able to see how we can elevate our energies to finally reach a place when peace is constant. Through the turmoil of our lives, we have the options to stay within the lower level of energies, full of anger and resentments towards people who have moved on. Or we can just open our heart and let go of the ties that prevent us from moving forward. When you choose to let go of your past, regardless of how bad or awful it was, you are releasing the ties that were holding you down. You are finally discovering what freedom truly means. I need to state as well that you can forgive, let go, but you should not forget what happened. So you are not going to repeat the same patterns, or it might be a great life lesson you might want to share with others. It always is inspiring when we are willing to share what we have experienced. It connects us with others and makes people realize what you have gone through, they now are currently experiencing. It helps to give hope and better days for people who are in the middle of their quest faced by challenges. We've got to be inspired once in a while by someone that can help us to light up the fire in us. When you are in the middle of the raging rivers that is ours, it can be extremely challenging to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We are a story in motion that can change or course correct our path. It doesn't matter how long it is going to take, but... When you keep faith and hope, you're going to create the biggest miracle in your life you could ever imagine. Healing our lives. What a big challenge. Because we're going through so much changes, especially right now, where our spirit is awakening. We do not want to stay into the ego world. We want our own freedom. We want our own dreams. But in order to achieve those dreams, you're going to have to be faced by the challenges of our lives, meaning our life lessons. Yes, I know. Emma, we do not want to go and do those life lessons. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. It's like you do, you do, you do, you do. Because before you showed up here, your spirit decided you got a groceries list of life lessons to learn in order for your spirit to grow and mature, to accomplish everything so when you go on the other side and meet the council then you will be good you go and check your list like I don't have to repeat I'm good with this 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 and this and maybe I get my wings and maybe I'm not going to come back here for another time around because I do not want to come back or whatever is the life purpose you need to be achieving but in order to do that you need to go through the healing process and it is a daunting a tiring quest because you are realizing as you're moving forward in your life that everything you've got has to become so powerful, so let go, exactly, let go. So difficult to do that. So if you've been in a relationship where you've been maybe mistreated or you feel like you got cheated on or whatever drama and trauma you have gone through, forgiving somebody is a challenge. It might take years. But during those times, 
when you're not healed, when you're not happy, resentful, then you get all of those totes. It's going to show up at your door because you have not made peace with yourself. You have not acknowledged this was a situation that happens to me. This is a life lesson. This is painful. This is like snake medicine. Ouch. Not good. But I can step back and look at it and take the time to heal. Not trying to jump into the next relationship, which is going to be again another monkey, another circus, same situation, same life lessons, nothing ever changed. Sometimes you need to take a hiatus, a hiatus maybe of a few months, few years, a decade, two decades, just to finally find yourself. Lose yourself and find yourself. Those are challenging moments. Don't be uh, influenced by your outer condition who's telling you, well, everybody is married around you and not you and what is wrong with you. Who cares? It's not a race. It's how to find herself, how to heal the wounds. And some of them, and that's what I like, um, I'm switching subject, I like to do that. It's like you jump from cock to donkey to horsey to pony to whatever, Emma. It's like, yes, my spirit is like, okay, Emma, we need to talk about this. So healing comes also based on our childhood. Maybe somebody said something to you that marked you for quote-unquote life until you cross-correct that. Maybe somebody told you you were dumb, you were, not, you were ugly, you were not pretty, you're stupid, you're an idiot, you cannot do anything, you're going to end up like your mother or your father, you're a loser. All of those things, or a teacher that talks you down thinking like you're an idiot, you're never going to go anywhere, that can mark you for life. That can influence you and of course correct your life. It doesn't mean you have to be angry and try to get revenge. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what happened when I was a child, when I was in my teen years. What happened to me that really set me in that path, in that course? So it could be a relationship where you felt that, you know, you were not pretty and people were mocking you or cast you out and you feel like that and you're carrying that weight on your shoulder and it influences your relationship. It influences the people you're meeting. And that can be a, a moment when you go back and just said, okay, that situation happened to me. Well, I'm going to take the example of that teacher. <laughs> She's gone from earth, so we're good. Even if she wasn't, that would be the same story. So I'm going to repeat this one. So you can uh, use this for any level of your life, actually. Um, that um, retired teacher was doing her due diligence of what she thought by taking all of the people who were poor, and also then she decided and, you know, she could give us some um, tutoring. And uh, after several months, an entire year, I think, after an entire year of uh, going there, she, and it was summertime, looked at me with a solemn <coughs> face, like somebody just died, and looked at me and said, I cannot help you. Nobody can help you. There is nothing I can do for you. This could have marked me for life, actually. <laughs> could have 
army for life. And I was looking at her in my head, I was like, yeah, you crazy lady. I can do whatever I feel like to do, and I'm not useless or hopeless. The only thing I got in my mind was, oh, mommy dear, is going to go nuts on me. I'm going to be beat up or something because she's not going to like that. Went back home, I'm like, uh-oh. Well, mommy dearest wasn't happy at the end of the day. She was not happy at all. But this could have marked me and just believe in her for even a sec and just said, okay, because that lady is a teacher and a retired teacher, she may be right, which she wasn't actually, but she may be right. And that could, of course, correct my path, even in a worse way ever. I could end up under a bridge or working somewhere that I will not use my mind and everything that I know how to. But this can influence you. So it could be a teacher who says something to you. It could be maybe somebody in your family who always speak on you and think you're an idiot and telling you over and over and over. It could be somebody from your outer conditions when you were younger. Going back and look at it and make peace with it because you need to find the origin. You know, it's easy to put a band-aid on a situation, but you need to find the root cause. Yeah, I know that's my consulting world work that I come out with. Emma needs to find the root cause. But you find the root cause, you look at it as an observer, and it's your choice. You can continue to carrying that weight on your shoulders, which doesn't help you because it's, it's, it's like giving you a half-baked gift. I'm going to cut it half, I'm giving you a half of it, and I'm keeping the rest. It's like, no, you want the old enchilada, you want everything. So what best for you to do, actually, like everybody else is, is to look at it and just say, oh, okay, I understand that. I'm going to make peace. I'm going to release it so I can get all of the pieces that have been floating over there for many, many years, maybe a decade, two decades, three, four, five, whatever, can come back to you so you can be whole. And you're changing your outer condition right there because you're taking back your power. That's called taking back your power. If you're being influenced this way, and if, regardless, because I heard, um, I have other story from uh, some other individuals, the same thing, where parents thought they were not good at anything. Well, they end up to do nothing because they were not good at anything, which wasn't true. We always get influenced one way or the other, directly or indirectly, by our outer conditions. So taking the time to go back, for a minute or two, observing it, observing the situation and when that happened, and cut the cord. Then you set yourself free. It doesn't mean I'm going to forget what happened to me, because I'm telling you, I can see her in front of me, and I'm like, uh-oh, trouble. Somebody died and I'm not aware of. I'm like, oh, that was me, too bad. But you have to take that inventory and that's why it's so essential doing the inventory making sure that okay i'm maybe you know i'm looking at a situation where i'm not in the right place at work i don't understand what fully what's going on and i'm not feeling right in place and every time i'm doing something i have a sense of i'm not good enough what could cause that and it's going back and it's funny because when you go back to your childhood there is a lot of things you're uncovering, and it's like, oh my God, this impacted me that bad. Learning to be loved. 
when your parents don't even know what love is, but they know violence instead. That's the way they react. That's the way they grow up. There is a lot of things that you can go back and let know your inner child. Let know your little self. Let know yourself as a child. It's okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to turn out okay. Even if at that time you felt oppressed as a kid, you can tell that child, you're going to be okay. Look at where I'm at right now. We're good. We admit it. This will bring you the peace and the release you need. And that is essential if you want to be living a happy life. If you really want to heal and move on in your life. I have seen too many people carrying those heavy chips on their shoulders, feeling guilty for things they were not even um, part of it, but people make them feel guilty or used. Or if uh, somebody um, betrays you and you feel that even though that happened maybe 10 years ago, that, he, that, that wound has not healed and you have to go back. It doesn't mean I'm going to pick up the phone and say, hey, Bob, how are you doing? No, not at all. It's going back there, looking at it, cut the cord. It's not for that person because that person already moved on. So they don't care about where you are. It's about you. It's about you and it's about learning to let it go. And that is the hardest things to do. I will always remember the little one, which aka uh, my other sister, um, with the saga, I have to write a book about this one because seriously, it would be like better than Dallas Falcon Crest and you, you can take uh, Days of Our Lives mixed with The Young and the Restless. This is about this without the money. <laughs> so that's telling you something already about the saga. But it was the hatred she carried with her. That constant companion of hatred because she didn't want to let it go, because she was enraged about what happened to us. And he was like, well, you know what? This is life. You have to let it go. Because if you don't, then you're carrying this burden on you, but it's influencing your life as well. It's impacting in a negative way your life. The hatred we can carry in our heart will not help you to live a happy life because the only thing you're going to do is stress your own body, age yourself, and impact your immune system. And on the top of it, because remember, we are energies. So that en energy is you're fostering and you're festering. It's going to go back. The universe is going to see it. I said, okay, you want that hatred? We're going to give you more hatred. So you're never getting, getting out of that vicious circle unless you start to heal. You start to change the way you think and bring peace. It takes, and it took me years to... Uh, it was very interesting, actually, uh, to really get through everything, but not, I didn't do therapy, so don't even ask for me, because therapy, nope, my own therapy was my own therapy with the universe, that's what I did, but, uh, and nothing against therapy, but um, being able to, you know, sit down and realize, how do I impact my life? Why am I here in that goo, neck up in there? And I want to change, but I cannot change. Every move I make, it's always ending up in that goo. When you decide to really take uh, such, I would say, a clear view 
and an authentic one. That is the most challenging because the first thing people are going to do is, I'm going to blame you for this. Oh, as a child, we, you and I were under and still people are under the experience of their parents. So in my case, both of them were toxic to each other. I have no idea what's wrong with those two, but their course, when they met, it wasn't for the happy ending that you would imagine. It was a battleground war hatred. My father was so full of hate till he died. And even after that, full of hate toward her. It was unbelievable. But their mistakes they made along the way impacted us as well. So as a child, you're not only learning, but you're being impacted directly by the decision of your parents or whomever is in charge of watching over you. So that adds another layer of complexity to this nightmare that could be our lives. But when you take a full inventory and look, because something people don't realize, at the time decisions were made, so let's say in 1969, goody, I was, I, I showed up here and like life is good. So 1969, they made a decision that will impact me and my sisters down the road. Those decisions, and I come, you know, come, come, come right away or later on, you have to look at those circumstances within the context of the time. We're in 2021. So you cannot think like we are in 2021. You have to think back. How in 1969 were they thinking? They knew what they knew, what was best for them at that time. If we fast forward, maybe their thoughts will be different. It's like looking at history when I'm going to jump a subject on this one. People want to erase history. You cannot erase history because it suits you or you don't want to talk about subjects. They are dicey, but you have to talk about it for the reason this was what's happening in the 1700, in 1400, or before Christ. Those were the circumstances of that time. When things happen to us and we go back, like I went uh, back and there and look at a couple of things, actually, to see the love and learning how to love. Because one of the biggest things we never knew when we were kids is how to love because of where they came from. Children of war, seeing the horror of war, having to walk across um, by foot, across a country to another one, crossing borders. So what they impacted at that time impacted later on in their lives. But again, it's looking at the circumstances. It's not being a direct actor in those circumstances is being the observer. I'm going to go and observe myself, my childhood, and figure it out the lack of love. It doesn't mean I went and run into every uh, people just for the love, but understanding how to receive love when you've never been taught. You can give love, which I learned through my animals and other things, because the universe helped me with that. But how do you receive love? And how do you accept love from others when you've never been taught or given back? So it was interesting to go back and look at that. 
look at myself, who I did not even recall. And when I did the meditation, I could see myself back because I wanted to go to one place and the universe said, no, 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 Emma, you're not going here. You're going to go up somewhere else where all of this happened. And I went there and I saw it and I understood there were no hatred, there were nothing because I was guided in that meditation and I had um, ascendant masters and others, even the universe himself that came in. But he was to show me where that happened. And I could not even recall. It's when I did the meditation, I went back. And I'm like, oh, okay, good to know. But you have to put things in the context and the time it happened. Maybe you, um, you had a very bad relationship with a mate and you were in your 20s. Now you're in your 40s. Your life, um, personal life has been kind of a train wreck since then. Then you take a perspective and said, okay, where did this all begin? Where did, did, that, did that went wrong here? Then you go back and zoom to the relationship you were with. And you observe. You become the observer. When you do this, you're like, okay, I understand what I did at that time. I'm not going to dwell on it or have the regrets in the world. But I need to understand where was it and what triggered it. So I can heal myself, tell myself, you're in your 20s, yes, it looks like crap in hell, but guess what? You're going to make it. You're going to go through it. You're going to make it. You're going to be fine. And then you let it go. You cut the cord, let it go and said, okay, it's time for me to heal. Now I know why. So when I see this kind of pattern of mine, then I'm going to stop myself on the track. So any thoughts coming back around me with the same monkey, same circus, I'm going to say, off you go. And I'm going to change the pattern I'm playing in my mind. And I'm going to ask the universe, I'm going to say, universe, I want to meet my mate, my true mate. Someone that is perfect for me and fits me, respect me, authentic, loving and caring. Or something even better. And so it is. And so it is. When you do this and go on your journey, feeling love, learning how to love back, it is a beautiful healing process. Again, instant gratification is not going to happen. It's going to take time to not only heal, but also find let perfect synchronicity bring you the right person on your path. Destiny cannot be changed. When you set to meet someone, you will meet that person no matter what. But in the meantime, learn to be happy in your life. Learn to be grounded and centered. When you do this, this is how you create the miracles in your life. This is where you're embracing who you're becoming. This is where the changes are happening, actually. The healing process that it is for loss of a job, because we're talking relationship right now, but that applies for a loss of a job. I know some people are like, are you serious? Yes, I am. When you're being let go of a job, then you work so hard at it. It is a wound that needs to be healed. So you can feel ready for the next one coming around. It will be successful and you're not going to live in fear that you're going to take another job that's going to suck the life out of it. You're focusing on your dream job and you let the universe happening. And in the meantime, if you have to find another job uh, temporarily, then go find it so it helps you to make money. But if you're looking into it and the way you're going back, it's to look at 
when. When did I lost that job? Maybe it wasn't the last one, but it was the one before. Maybe it was the first job you got and it was so bad. You're like, oh my God, that created a wound that needed to be taken care of. So by doing this, you're embracing who you truly are and you're really welcoming the changes in a positive way. But healing is essential. In my uh, 40s, when I, I was I'm not even 40, I was 39, the universe started to tell me the mantra, I want peace, I want love in my life. And I said it for 10 years. I want peace, I want love in my life. Peace and love. That's it. He came to a point, my spirit, just like, yes, Emma, it's time for peace and love. The warrior in you need to go in semi-retirement and let the, the peace come, even if I was peaceful, but more deeper, doing the cleaning. It doesn't need, you mean you're going to go and talk to a psychologist and say, oh my God, Emma says, oh, I have to run. No, it's being able to be honest. If you need help, go reach out for help. I did it on my own because this is me and don't even compare <laughs> don't even compare me to you. You are a unique individual and whatever you need to help you, utilize the tools. You got, we got plenty of tools, but it's going backwards, meaning I'm going to go back to where the issue started and I'm going to heal it. So the universe seeing this healing happening, guess what happened? Oh, Emma is done. She has learned her life lesson. She has healed. Let's bring us the fun. Let's bring her something that her heart's desires, bring her the peace, bring her the love, so she doesn't have to struggle anymore. Hallelujah. This is exactly what we want. Peace and love. Peace in our lives. Healing is essential. Living our life with wounded um, spirit or ego doesn't help us, especially the ego when it's wounded. It goes in like, uh, yeah, that, that just goes so wrong. And it's like, oh, my God. So we need to be able to embrace who we truly are. We need to be able to live our life to the fullest. We need to be able to embrace our wounds and care for it, our physical, emotional, and spiritual wounds needs to be healed. In order to be whole, that's what we need to do. Reaching your goals helps you because along the way on those life lessons, healing process begin. You clean up your own house, you clean up your own garden, you're nurturing your field of dreams, and you are firing up that light within you that's going to empower you like there is no tomorrow. So when you're doing this, embrace who you truly are. Embrace the love. Embrace your humanity. Embrace your spirit. Embrace, embrace every moment you've got. Good, bad, or ugly are all life lessons. They are. So healing is essential. And I know some people don't want to let it go because they feel that rage inside. And like I said, the little one live with her anger and resentment because it became part of her. And for people who have living for so long with their resentment and anger, it becomes so part of them. They are afraid to let it go because they don't know what to do next. So used to that. So used to that toxicity. 
So you have to learn, learn to let it go. So you can embrace something new. You can bring love and peace in your life. I'd rather be in peace and love than being full of hatred and resentment. It's so much energy. You pull so much energy outside of you. But what the worst is, is what come back to you. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to be happy. I want to be joyful. So I'm going to work at it. Meaning I'm going to be meditating. I am going to be embracing who I truly am. That's what it is. So, so it is. So this was our podcast for today. I know that's a big topic for me, the healing portion of it. Even sharing some stories here. But I hope it helps because if you're not healing, if you're still full of resentment and anger and jealousy and everything that is negative, you're not going to move forward. Or if you do, it's like a half-baked. Why do I want a half of a cake when I can get the entire cake for myself? Hello, the universe is giving me the bounties. Why would I cut myself short? I should not. No one should. So healing takes a lot of courage, but it brings you so much peace and you're so much grounded at the end of the day. So I wish everybody could do that. And I know some people can do it and some it may take years and several attempts. It's okay. Don't give up on that because if you're willing to change, if you're willing to take the first step, even if you feel like you stumble or going back 10 steps backwards, that's okay. It's a little dance you do. But that little dance start to change you for the better and change your outer conditions as well. That is so critical, I think. So if you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.tdgintuitive.com. Uh, and I forgot to say, it, I'm going reverse right now, so we're going to keep it this way. Um, this is our uh, third uh, podcast of the week, which is the last one because there is only three recording. We'll see what the universe is going to share with us next week, which should be interesting. But I hope, you know, you guys, I'm very thankful and grateful and blessed that uh, and humbled that you're listening to my podcast uh, and this audience continue to grow, grow, grow worldwide, which is awesome. But take the time for your own self. And I know it's not that easy to do some healing. I'm telling you, I've done that. And I'm like, holy crap. But it's a good thing because it really shows you your true spirit, your beauty. And it's so much nicer to see somebody that you can see their spirit than their anger. Nobody wants to approach you when you're angry. And trust me, I do not. When I stop to, well, when I stop to smile, people think I'm angry to burn nature. I'm like, no, I'm not. I have a cold face that's. That's what happened. But when you're taking the time to, you know, realize, look at yourself in a mirror and do that I'm a crabby face and take another picture of yourself with a smile, you will see the light in your eyes. You will see how the energy, even in a picture, can show you the difference. And it's up to you to decide. And I know some people are going to do things to us that we do not like at all, full of hatred and resentment. But those are life lessons. Those are teaching moments. And I know, you're going to say, well, Emma, this, this happened to me. Yes, I know. You don't know half of what happened to me either. But here's the deal. It's all about the growing. It's all about forgiveness, meaning I'm cutting the cord and I free myself. It's not because a lot of people and even the little ones said to me, well, it's a sign of weakness when you do forgiveness. I'm like, no, it's not. It's cutting the cord. So I get my powers back. That's what it's all about. I am all of those thousands of little pieces that used to float somewhere else are all back. I am whole and I'm complete. That's what it is all about. So all my love, guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye now. 